listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. We're back. John's back, back. from Orlando. Back and better than ever. Went to go see the mouse. How was it? It was great. Uh, I... <laughs> Disney was fine. My daughter's not gay yet. So Well, she'll get there. Yeah. They planted the seeds for two. A lot of gay people at Disney while uh-huh. we were there, which is fine. Uh also we were uh three out of maybe seventy five people I saw over the course of four days that didn't have any visible tattoos. Uh-huh. Everybody's got a tattoo now. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're like I would say in your 20s, you got this little middle part of your nose pierced, too. Okay. Everybody, male and female, they all had it. All right. Yeah. I was just like, wow, I feel old. (laughs) And (laughs) all you guys are going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Not only are you at Disney, but you're at Disney with tattoos. All right. Certainly condemn themselves. (laughs) It's not that they had tattoos. It's just they had them at Disney World. Right, yeah. A lot of Disney tattoos, too. Oh, really? I saw a lady who had an entire sleeve of Lilo and Stitch, like a mural. That's not even that great a film. Well, she (laughs) loved it. It's not not bad, No, but it's not that great. She loved it. No, it was all on her. You know, flabby part that hangs down on the back of her arm <laughs> and all of that. <laughs> it was great. But we had fun. Sorry we missed a week of the podcast, but my bad. It's fine. Had We're to back. take a vacation. We're back. Yeah. We're back. So how has your couple of weeks been? Because we hadn't really talked at all. We really hadn't. It's It's been fun. Yeah? Did um, you get your patio finished? It is still being done. Okay. I am. Uh, I, I've I've got maybe about half of it. I, I've the other half. I need to do stones, and then I have to like grout all the seams. Okay. But I, it's I'm making a lot of. I'm not working. I'm not getting as much done as I wish because it seems like every single time I want to go out there and work on it, my wife or somebody in my family needs me to do something oh, else. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. I got you. But I'm I'm getting there. I've got some time coming up. So if I if I'm not finished this week, uh, it's. Well, I'll have no words because I've got some off time coming up. Well, cool. Well, that's fine. You're not on a time crunch. Well, I I am, though, because I wanted to have it done in October. It's October now. It is. So if it don't get done by the end of the month, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. Miss your deadline and get fined. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) I'm going to find myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, fine. I hope, uh, I hope you get it finished. I will be praying for you and offer no help at all. Other than that. Thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Uh, Knees going down, prayers going up for tiny spire fit. (laughs) And we'll ask the listeners to pray that, Tiny's family leaves him alone so he can finish his project. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There we go. That's a reasonable request, right? <laughs> it is. What's the saint of your wife leaving you alone? <laughs> who's <laughs> the patron you, saint of letting that? Letting you do your stuff. Yeah. 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 Who's the patron saint of shut up, woman? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the word, which I know we got to get to our stories, but this past weekend was uh neighborhood yard sale. Oh, yeah. That's right. We didn't participate. <laughs> and my father-in-law. Boy, he loves a yard oh, yeah. sale. Right. Whether it's putting one on or shopping, yeah. he loves it. Can't He's just get down enough for the culture. Can't get enough yard sale. Cannot get enough. 
huge. He's seen like every episode, every season of American Pickers. <laughs> he's all about it. I bet he likes the Mantique Roadshow too. Uh, you know what? I'm like not familiar, but probably he seems oh, like right. a guy who would it's be PBS, yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So I want to say it was like I was gonna. We had a lot of rain Wednesday, yeah. but I was wanting to get out there. I was wanting to work on it uh, Thursday, Friday, and then maybe finish it up on Saturday. And then have like a big bonfire Saturday night, right? And, and it didn't happen because Thursday Tara, Tara was like, "Well, we need you to go get tables, and I need oh. you to do all this other stuff." And I was just like, "Ugh, yeah." Oh, yard sale. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we forgot the yard sale was going on, and that's fine. Oh, my cat got away this week. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So we leave the doggy door open all the time. We close it at night when mm-hmm. we remember to. Like one day I want to wake up with a copperhead in my house because we'll forget <laughs> and leave it open all night long. And uh, so I got up my regular time. This was Friday morning. 4.30, usually the cat meets me at the bedroom door meowing and hungry because she's fat. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't, but I was like, well, she must be sleeping in our room because she started sleeping in our bedroom a lot. I looked, the door's closed to going out back. Don't think anything of it. It was like, she'll knock on the bedroom door when she wants out. Went ahead and filled up her thing, made my coffee, sat down, do my reading and all that. Well, didn't see her, never saw her. Deidre gets up, comes out of the bedroom. I'm like, hey, is Holly in there? She's like, no. I was like, I think Holly's missing. <laughs> and Deidre went white because she's the one who shut the door and didn't check and make sure the cat was inside. Mm-hmm. And I'd already walked around the backyard. I'd already walked around the front yard, didn't see her anywhere. She's missing. So made a post in the Facebook group on a missing, uh, which is a mistake. Don't ever post your pet that's missing on a missing pets facebook page okay because you're gonna get a million messages of people telling you what you need to do to get your cat to come home you know oh put a blanket outside <laughs> uh, you know you get any of those well you should have done better no i didn't get any, <laughs> didn't of, that. Get any of that but uh but anyways so uh, when i came home for lunch holly will come when you whistle mm-hmm. she's part dog she fetches to, <laughs> she knows how to fetch but i got her, there's a high-pitched whistle she'll come that i can do with my mouth so I rode around the neighborhood and whistled and whistled because I figured she was back in the field. Kind of walked around in the field a little bit, whistled, ate a sandwich, went back, did all that, went back to work. Nothing. And then when Libby got home at three, she was back inside the house. Oh, so, good. Yeah, she right. came home. But all she day just long, ran off to get pregnant. <laughs> no, she's fixed. <laughs> okay. We got her from the Humane Society. We had to get her fixed. Mm. But – uh when uh, the all day long Dieter was texting me about how bad she felt, and all I could think was, I'm so glad I'm not the one that left the cat outside <laughs> because they would, it would be bad. They would crush me about it. Yeah, but Libby, on the way to school, who I thought would be the upset one, was like, "Oh well, she'll be all right." I was like, "Yeah, was like cats <laughs> yeah, can take cats care will of themselves." Be okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Cat, if she can go without getting ran over by a vehicle, she'll be fine. She mm-hmm. can kill. She just." Altered the ecosystem of our backyard just by hanging out back there, killing lizards and everything else. No birds come around anymore. So I was like, she'll be fine. I was like, she comes back, she comes back. She doesn't, she doesn't. And Libby was cool. But Deidre sure was torn up. And mm. I was so glad it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I was so glad. Because that would have been something I would have done. Right. Yeah. But it was her. So. Well, what do you have as far as odd news stories? All right. We got a story about the Whitmer trial, Governor Whitmer and uh, 
Michigan, I believe. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about fossil fuel protesters, and we're going to talk about a school superintendent who got a little, uh, he got a little out of kilter. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I have a story about daycare workers getting fired. I have a story about a woman who was scammed by an, a Russian astronaut. Okay. But I want to start off with this one, a little bit of a Elon Musk update here. Sure. He sell, he sold a million dollars worth of a new perfume burnt hair. Okay. A million dollars worth yes. of a new so this is just I mean, people got, <laughs> who love Elon buying this, right? I mean, I guess so. He's he's look, he's got to pay for Twitter somehow, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, I heard he's he, cutting off Starlink, you know? Oh, is he? For the Ukrainians. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently the Ukrainian foreign minister on Twitter told Elon to go F himself. Yeah, I remember he made him mad because he said something about like, hey, how about... We, you know, instead of having a nuclear war, how about we all just sit down and <laughs> sure, actually have, have some talk. negotiations? Yeah, right. And maybe the parts that Russia has, they should just get to keep them. Right. And, and let's just end it all. Yeah, and the uh, Ukrainians were like, no. Yeah. We're, so we're taking it all. He came out and was like, hey, it's cost us, a, you know, $150 million to do all of this, and we can't continue to do that forever. We're asking the Pentagon to step up and pay for this, but, you know, after this date, we're not going to be able to do it. And some guy was like, how can you do this to the Ukrainian people or whatever? It's he pretty was like, easy. Hey, I'm just doing what they suggested. I'm just doing what their foreign minister suggested I should do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I kind of respect him for that move, too. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I've really helped y'all out in this war. I make one suggestion. Everybody gets mad at me, so screw y'all. <laughs> that would be 100% yeah. what I would do. I respect that about him. Bigger man, sh- yeah, right. schmo man. <laughs> Why is it taking Russia so long? You know. Well, apparently their their military is maybe not quite as fearsome as we thought it was. I, mean, I don't know. That part makes me feel good, but but they do have an arsenal of nuclear weapons. They, that part makes me feel real bad, and, and I feel like we're on the precipice of nuclear war. I was, all jokes aside, I was listening to Tulsi Gabbard on Joe Rogan. She was okay. on Joe Rogan last week, huh? And that was a good 80% of the podcast was our leaders are going to get us in a nuclear war yeah. and it's going to be bad. And it's right. not going to be bad for the elites because they've got your bunkers. But but I'm sitting there thinking, well, life in a bunker isn't fun. No, is not it? fun at all. Like if you're the, if you run, what, at DARPA or whatever, like, sure. like, like if, you're cor- if your corporation is making millions, say, nay, hundreds of millions of dollars off the U.S. government. Yeah from like developing these weapons and you're pushing war because you're going to get more money. Yeah. You still don't want to live the rest of your life in a bunker, do you? I don't know. I don't know what the end goal of any of it is, mm-hmm. but other than population control, we know the elites have been wanting to do that forever. <laughs> right. They tried to do it with COVID and it didn't work. We were too strong. And now they're mad because some redneck blew up their st- Georgia Godstones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, that story (laughs) fell off the map real quick. Yeah. Yeah? That's wild. Anyways, back to Elon. Elon, okay. He's got to pay for Twitter. He made a, what was it, $40 billion bid for Twitter? Uh, Yeah, I think it was 46 maybe. Something like that. Yeah, it was expensive. And this is before the the stock market nosedived. Yeah. So now Twitter is is, uh, probably not even worth Oh, oh, yeah. It's probably not a half that. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, it's not even close, but he's got to pay it because he, he signed the paperwork. He's the one that said he would do it. He so probably, It was like, they'll never, this will never go through. So he has to pay it, and I guess he's going to raise funds by selling burnt hair perfume. Okay. 
the world's richest man, Elon Musk, has scented a new opportunity to capitalize on quirky products, launching a perfume called Burnt Hair. He has sold 10,000 bottles to earn a million dollars in just a few hours. With a name like mine, getting into the fragrance business was inevitable. Why did I fight it for so long? Musk <laughs> asked on Twitter, where he now describes himself as a perfume salesman. <laughs> the essence of repugnant desire is the website description for his latest offering, which cost $100 a bottle and is set to start shipping in the first quarter of 2023, making good on a product Musk first touted in September. I remember, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. I mean, he says so much stuff on Twitter. Sure. I didn't take him seriously. Uh, previous brainwaves have included Tesla's own brand tequila, launched in 2020, a pair of short shorts to signify Musk victory over investors who bet against the electric vehicle maker. Uh, one of those was... Uh, Oh, computer dude, Bill Gates. Remember? Oh, yeah. He, he oh, was, yeah. That's he, was, right. he got super mad at Bill Gates because yes. Bill Gates was shorting his company. That's right. Remember yes. that? Yep. <laughs> that I do. He did get a little mad at him. Uh, which is now the world's most valuable car, car firm. His boring company, a tunneling firm last valued at $5.7 billion, sold flamethrowers at $500 a piece in early 2018. I, I Man, I almost got one. I yeah. didn't do it. Yeah, but I, I know. almost we, got one. We discussed it. <laughs> he raised ten million dollars doing that, and then he also sold fifty thousand boring company hats. Uh, his ambitions over the years have ranged from colonizing Mars to creating a new sustainable energy economy. And in the pre- in the process, he built Tesla, Tesla uh, rocket company, SpaceX, and then he's also got several smaller firms. Last week, the billionaire proposed to proceed with his original $44 billion bid to take Twitter private, calling for an end to the law to a lawsuit by the social media company. And they've now uh they were going to force him to pay, but he I remember he said, Look, just <laughs> drop the lawsuit and I'll I'll buy it. Like I said, I was going to do it. Sure. Uh, if successful, the deal would put Musk in charge of one of the most influential media platforms and in months of litigation that damaged Twitter's brand and fed his reputation for erratic behavior. The boring company did not respond to query on how long it planned to keep the perfume listed, but, you know, probably not long. So, yeah. Well, I wonder what Twitter's going to be like when he takes it over. I mean, is could- there going to be big changes <laughs> or whatever, or is it still just going to be people arguing about stupid stuff? For the I want to say all week long, I have seen nothing but hey, Donald Trump's going to be back on Twitter any minute now. <laughs> he, True, he's not on there yet, <laughs> at least as of this recording. But then some people think you know maybe uh, Trump not being on Twitter is is good for Republicans. Right. Well, I think that Trump's like is true social or nothing now, right? Well, that's what he said, but. Sure, he, because, he loves attention. That's because he he's not yeah, allowed. No other game. option. Yeah, like like okay, if if uh, let's say take a football team. Sure, I don't know the uh, the the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, say uh, they're like you know we're not going to let Tiny be our center, our starting center. Yeah, but I'm like I don't want to be on that team anyway. Yeah, because I don't agree, I don't agree with the right. Dallas Cowboys. You see what I'm saying? I think if if he had the opportunity to come back, I, I think he would in a heartbeat. I had a similar situation to that not long ago. Remind me, I'll tell you about it sometime. Okay. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, I think that Trump being kicked banned from Twitter 
uh, we have like if you love Trump or hate Trump, you got to think it's kind of wild that the Taliban's still on Twitter and stuff, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, and he he's is. not. <laughs> like, that's got to make you ask some questions, right? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Trump's funny. I wish he was on Twitter because <laughs> he's funny. He makes me laugh. He's so funny. <laughs> Whatever. You you cause one riot and people storm the Capitol. <laughs> people can't to, let it go. You try to, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, insurrect's not a word, is it? You try to. <laughs> you Are you thinking of insight? No, I was thinking of like, uh, you try to. Steal an election, which is oh, what yeah. you accuse the other guy. But he right. wanted uh, he wanted Mike Pence to decertify, decertify That's the right. results. So. Pence wouldn't do it. He's <laughs> bought by the deep state. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's why they made him as vice president. He tried to throw an election one time and just wait till you Trump can't tweet no more. <laughs> wait till Trump and Kanye get together, twenty twenty four. Is Joe Biden going to run again in twenty twenty four? He says he is, but here's the thing: like whether he is or not, at this point, he has to say he is, right? Because if he do. comes out and says he's not running, right, no one's gonna. They're just gonna be like, oh, whatever. I mean, they don't whatever, take, they don't ball. take him seriously now. No, they don't. Imagine how how little yeah. people are gonna take him. Sure. if he was to come out and say I'm not running, I just love how. You know, when he got elected, everybody's like, well, now now the adults are back in charge. <laughs> yeah. And we're almost in a nuclear war. <laughs> Inflation's high. Energy crisis all over. Love it. Remember people said you can't vote for Trump because he'll get us in a nuclear war? Yeah, right. My gosh. <laughs> could could Nobody, you be? None of those people have the self-awareness <laughs> yeah. to realize what's going on. Could go, you be? More wrong. <laughs> we can't vote for Donald Trump because he's going to get us in a nuclear war. Fast forward to 2022. We're nuclear war <laughs> has never been as close as it is right now. Yeah, since World War II. Not, or the Cuban Missile Crisis. Sure. Yeah. Now, I read, uh, or no, maybe I heard somebody. I don't even remember who it was we're talking. It was like, you know, everybody should just chill out on the nuclear war. Japan gets two. They can use them wherever they want. <laughs> and that's the end of all of it. You know? Yeah. We're we're cool, right, Japan? <laughs> right. We're cool now. They can do whatever. They got two free shots. <laughs> everybody else, we're all going. They're gonna use their two, and it's over with for everybody yeah. from now on. I, I would agree to that. Yeah. They're not gonna bomb Alabama, more than likely. Probably. Now they're gonna hit the West Coast. Well, you would think. Yeah. I mean, because that's what some people have said. I mean, okay, first of all, I would imagine if Russia is going to use nukes on anybody, it's going to be against Ukraine right now. Yeah, absolutely. The big question is, what does the U.S. How do they respond to that, or do they respond uh, to that? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. They. It's scary. We're to think already about. fighting a proxy war in Ukraine. Yeah. We need to let it go. We finished with our proxy war in Syria, apparently, which I was glad to hear. Mm -hmm. But we've moved it to Ukraine. Maybe Republicans launder money through Syria and Democrats launder money through Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyways, if this is our last podcast before nuclear war takes us all out, I just want to say Trump was funny. You got to admit <laughs> that he was funny. And he didn't launch any nukes. No, everybody was so scared about that. I know. You can't let him have the nuclear codes. He has got to have the temperament and all that. 
And all he did was say, all right, we're done fighting wars everywhere. Mm-hmm. Here's a plan to get us out, which the current administration just disregarded because they were bumping up on the deadline and had to get it done. Yeah. And yeah, anyways, whatever. It's fine. Well, anyways, um, let's talk about another elected official. The school superintendent is arrested for drunk driving after he was spotted crowd surfing at a high school football game. <laughs> no. The crowd surfing at a football game is awesome. Sure. The drunk driving, not so much. <laughs> if you were to guess, would this be a story from above the Mason-Dixon line or below the Mason-Dixon I would Dixon assume line? below. That is from New York, Baldwinsville, New York. No way. Yes. The superintendent of the Baldwinsville School District was arrested Friday night for driving while intoxicated after he was observed crowd surfing in the student section at the football game. Well, now, on second thought, you know why this is, right? Why is that? Because down here in the South, that superintendent, he just wouldn't have got pulled over. <laughs> sure, right. Or if they did, they'd have been like, let's escort you home, sorry. Yes. <laughs> he wouldn't have made a thing out of it. According to the police department, Jason D. Thompson was observed by numerous individuals at a football game crowd surfing in the student section of bleachers at Baker High School. Several students reported to district staff that they suspected Mr. Thompson was under the influence of alcohol, and the police were notified. A short time later, around 8 p.m., a police officer observed Thompson operating a vehicle without a front plate and saw him make a turn without using his turn signal. Woo. (laughs) That's standard operating procedure in Alabama. (laughs) Which Somebody was telling me, do you know, like, when you're driving down the road, uh, and somebody in front of you is turning, what do you do? I slow down. Well, like, you know, they put on their blinker. Do you put on your blinker? Not usually, okay. but there has been times if, if like, if there was a long line of traffic behind me right. and everyone was kind of going kind of fast, I, yeah. I might, but I don't normally do that. I was talking to somebody who moved into here and was like, I've never seen people do that. What is that about? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought it was the law. You had to do it. And they're like, no. Yeah, that's not a law or anything. I was like, well, I'm just letting everybody know what's up. Well, I don't do that. I did, and I didn't know it was a law. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's a law. Yeah, you thought it was a law. I've, I've never, I don't typically do that, but I absolutely have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, do you do the little uh, what about uh, flashing your high beams to let people know to let people know there's a cop up ahead? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Now, if somebody's bright lighting me, I don't flash at them Mm because my dad gave me a really good piece of advice. I think he said his dad gave it to him, which was don't do that because one of y'all needs to be able to see. Right. You know, like don't blind him while he's blinding you. Yeah. Just let him see, <laughs> hold it as straight as possible, and maybe everything will work out all right. Yeah, you look at the white line. Focus yeah. on the white Focus line. Focus on the white line. That's exactly <laughs> what you do. Um, so he pulled him over and gave him a field sobriety test. He was arrested and charged with DWI uh, with a blood alcohol let greater than 0.08 and failure to utilize a turn signal and no front license plate, which is wild. These states that require you to have a front license plate mm-hmm. is like double taxing you, I guess, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, in a statement sent out to parents at around 10 45 PM on Friday, Jennifer Petruno, president of the board of education said the following, This evening, Superintendent Jason D. Thompson was charged with driving while intoxicated uh, and failure to use a turn signal and no front license plate by the Baldwinville Police Department following the high school football game. 
The district is cooperating with local law enforcement as this matter is investigated. We appreciate the prompt response by the school staff in responding to this matter. Since this is a personal matter, the district is unable to comment further. Please be assured the district takes this matter seriously and will take appropriate action if warranted. It is the expectation of our district staff uh, to serve as a role models for our students at all events. So, sounds like this dude's getting fired. Probably. For having a little fun at the football <laughs> game. What if it was a big game? Yeah. I don't know. So, what if that team hadn't beat the other team in, I don't know, 10 years? Yeah, right. And they finally did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, when I was in junior college, I got a job at the Times Record taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I covered Hubbardville football team. And I would do quite a bit of drinking on my ways to the games because they're playing like in Lynn and Red Bay and all these little bitty towns. Mm-hmm. And the editor of the paper was like, man, all your pictures are blurry. Why? <laughs> Why are all your pictures blurry? He can't hold it steady. <laughs> I just be like, dude, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> this camera. He's like, you're not giving me anything I can use. So, <laughs> yeah. But I think they lost every game that year. Huh. Hopeful did. Uh, Tony Dixon, who went on to play safety at Alabama and the Cowboys, was playing for Pickens County. And if I remember correctly, when they played Pickens County, he returned a punt for a touchdown. He returned a kickoff for a touchdown. He rushed for a touchdown. And he received for a touchdown. And he had a pick six in that game. And you're just like, all right, nice. this kid, <laughs> he's going to a Division One school, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's playing against 1A Hubbardville at the time. I don't know if Hubbardville was still 1A. They may be 2A now. But they were a little bitty then. Right. So, yeah, this is wild. Hmm. Yeah. So, I get this dude drinking. <laughs> Sometimes football games are boring in high school. Sometimes. County High got rocked by Thompson this week. Oh, really? Thompson is very good at football. Huh. Yeah. They're like number three in the country or something like that. And nice. they beat All us right. so bad. It was great to watch. Because <laughs> I don't care. You know, like I, don't go to, right. I didn't go to County High. I don't <laughs> care if they win or lose. It's not my school. <laughs> yeah. No, my kids go there, but I, I'm there to support my kid. Who's in the band? You know? Right. <laughs> Who did an excellent job? He did a great job. <laughs> they sounded great. They looked great. Our, Good. We, our, our band definitely won the game of who's got the better band. No, they didn't. <laughs> but they did great. Thompson's band, incredible. They're like a junior college. I'm not kidding. Okay. They're great. All right. They're, they're, I'm jealous of them. I want to be Thompson one day, you know, at County High. It'd be fun to be that good and just crush people and have like a 400-member band that sounds like a college band. (laughs) Sure, that would be great. But we're not there yet. We're just a little bitty country high. And sooner or later, maybe we will be. Who knows? Well, John, what do you think about uh, phone scammers? We all love the phone scammers, right? I like to mess with them. I do. (laughs) I believe on this show we talked about, was it Leo DiCaprio? One of them was That's pretending right. to be Leo DiCaprio yes. and he got all this money out of this out lonely of old woman. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, if, you thought, if you thought that was good, wait to hear this. Woman scammed by a Russian astronaut who claimed he needed money to return to Earth. Okay. Well, that's an emergency. You have to help out in that situation. But, I mean, 
What does it? Did he need to like hire Tesla? I mean, I not, not Tesla, but uh, was it SpaceX? Did he needs SpaceX to come give him a ride. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad that Ivanka or whichever Trump girl it was that sit loves the Russians, you know, <laughs> fell for this. Ivana, <laughs> uh, which was his daughter's name? Ivanka. Yeah, I can't. Or is remember. it Ivana? I don't know. I can't keep them all straight. Huh. You know, I just know the big guy. The big, big Trump. The big orange man. The big orange man. (laughs) Somebody posted historical pictures the other day I was watching, and one of them was him standing in front of that table with all the McDonald's. (laughs) 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 When they had Clemson come in after winning the national championship. Not as good as him with the Goya beans on the Resolute. That's a great one, too. (laughs) I'm telling you, he was funny. He was a funny dude. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, the man claimed that he needed money to pay landing fees once on Earth (laughs) and a rocket to fly home, local media reported. (laughs) A man claiming to be a Russian astronaut in space allegedly scammed a Japanese woman into paying for his return trip to Earth, vowing to marry her once he landed. Okay. (laughs) The man found the 65-year-old unnamed victim on Instagram in June. On his profile, he uploaded random photos of space and said that he worked at the ISS where astronauts have limited access to cell service. Their relationship quickly escalated. Oh, I've seen this story play sure. out a million times. Yeah. Uh, a online. This is Lene Kakua all <laughs> yes, over again. Yes. Only this time, he's getting money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, online, which is a Japanese messaging app, he repeatedly said that he loved her and proposed marriage. He sent her messages like, I want to start my life in Japan. And saying this 1,000 times won't be enough, but I'll keep saying it. I love you. Well, of course. Oh, wow. But to actually tie the knot, he said that he needed money to return to Earth. There were landing fees to pay once in Japan and the cost of a rocket to actually fly to the country, he said. (laughs) Sure. You got to have that. Believing this man would be her future fiance, the woman paid him about 4.4 million yen, which is about $30,000 in five installments from August 19th to September 5th, the Japanese newspaper Yamuri Simun reported. But when his demands continued, the woman grew suspicious of his intent and reported him to the police who are investigating the case as a romance scam. Local media report. Well, good luck arresting yeah, this guy. Right. If he's in space. He's in outer space. <laughs> How are you going to get him? Space Force. You're going to have to call it Space Force. <laughs> Thanks, Trump. That's right. <laughs> now we can get justice for this Japanese lady. <laughs> <laughs> Romance scams are when a criminal creates a fake online identity to gain a victim's trust and dupe them into sending them money. Uh, They have recently been increasing in Japan. Though Japanese police do not collect data specific to romance scams, the number of fraud cases, which includes romance scams, rose from 8,695 cases in 2012 to 14,498 last year which is a nearly 67% increase over the last 10 years. The number of reports peaked in 2017 with 18,212 cases and appeared to have declined afterward, though police have reported an uptick since 2020. So, well, you know, everyone's home, the pandemic. Sure. Got to make some money somehow. Got to <laughs> make up that income. I'm going after lonely, you know, Japanese Gen ladies. X women on the internet. Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, it could happen to the best of us. <laughs> if you can get a starting middle linebacker at the University of Notre Dame to believe <laughs> that you're an incredibly beautiful Polynesian woman, yeah, you can get a Japanese lady to believe you're a Russian astronaut. Sure. <laughs> That's easy. You know, I tell you what, I read all these stories about these women who were taken for like these crazy gobs of cash. Sure. And uh, my first thought is, man, I need to I need to do this. I need to create a fake <laughs> sure. online persona and do the same thing. Absolutely. But here's my question. For every, air quotes here, success story mm-hmm. <laughs> where you dupe some lady out of thousands of dollars, right. how many people just hung up on you? you yeah, know, well, how many people just blocked sure. you? It's a numbers it's game. Be it's like so fishing. many. You're not going to catch on the first cast. Yeah. You got to go. You got to you got to put the bait in the water. You got to hustle. <laughs> yeah. You got to hustle. It's like hunting arrowheads. You can't expect to find one just right on top of the ground when you walk in the field. Mm-hmm. You got to dig a little bit. You got to look. You got to work at it. I don't know, but maybe maybe we should write a romantic comedy about a guy who's catfishing and scamming people, but then he actually falls in love with a lady and he has to come clean that he's not a Russian astronaut. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And then, okay, now this may be a terrible idea. We're just brainstorming here, but what if at the very end, it turns out he got catfished himself? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be pretty good. (laughs) We could do that. I mean, nobody take our idea. It ends on a sad, somber note. (laughs) He got got. He got got. (laughs) He's like sitting alone in a bar with zero money in his bank account. But he decides to to make something good. And that that inspires him to go around and apologize to all all these people. people All these women, yeah. I like it. I like it. We could do that. That could be a hit. Somebody put us in touch with someone who knows something about movies. Uh, I believe it was it Stan. He posted in the group a, a screenshot from somebody's phone where it was, hey, this is uh, oh, yeah, Parker. Parker. I'm trying to finish the next Halloween movie. Yes. Can you send me $1,500 in Amazon gift cards? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. People do that stuff, though. They fall mm-hmm. for it all the time. I got a call this week that was like, hey, you won the publisher's clearinghouse or whatever. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I don't, I didn't enter it. And they were like, you won. We're coming to your house with the check. And I was like, I'm not at home. Can you come to my office? And they were like, no, we have to go to your house. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you need to go pick up this gift card and call me back. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll get right back in touch with you. Walmart's right across the road. And I just hung up and they was- never called me back. I was trying to sell something on eBay one time, and uh, it's been a while, so I don't know if I'm going to completely remember this, but it was something like somebody bought, like I had it, it was like buy it now Mm -hmm. or whatever. Somebody bought it now, but then they tried to convince me that they were going to pay for it uh, in something, but they needed like gift cards so they could pay for it. Right. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Okay, not only are you not real, not only is this a scam, but- you wasted my auction. Right. <laughs> you know, like- no, we, we had a guy one time try to order some furniture online. He said he was from overseas. He like inquired about purchasing furniture. So mm-hmm. I got in touch with him. And he was like, yeah, we want to get this and this and this. You know, it's like a substantial order. And then he was like, I'm going to write, I'm going to send you a check that's going to be, you know, 
$5,000 over this amount. I'm having That's my, what it was. You need to send yeah. me the remainder. Yeah, and, I'm going to have my cards. courier come by and pick up the furniture if you will pay him, you know, and all that. And I was like, man, we're not we're not that dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we're not doing that. But yeah. it, like you said, it being a numbers game. Sure. Hey, if he does this a thousand times and just one. All he takes is one. One, one yeah. store falls for it and it's duped. He gets there free furniture go. and 5,000 bucks cash. Yeah. But what? My, I might not. I might start trying it. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the real crisis, and that's the climate crisis, Tiny. Okay. I know you're worried about the climate. Yeah, I, I am because it's uh, not it's my kids that are going to have to pay sure. for it, right? And that is why you just dump oil directly on the <laughs> ground. There's not going to be like Disney World's going to be underwater. That's true. In the year 2028. Yes, right. If we don't do something, uh, all of the polar bears were allegedly supposed to be dead by now. <laughs> There's still some holding on. I'm I'm proud of those, but I remember <laughs> right. Al Gore telling me they were all going to be dead by now. Mm-hmm. They're still holding on. Good for them. I'm well, glad they, the changes we've made have helped them hang on. And thanks to the Coca-Cola company. Sure. Yeah. Big time PR for them. <laughs> uh, fossil fuel protesters charged after tomato soup was thrown on Van Gogh's sunflowers in a London gallery. Oh, so you're telling me they uh, they ruined a Van Gogh? Yeah. With tomato soup? With, well, they ruined tomato soup. By pouring it on a Van Gogh. Why would you waste good tomato soup? Well, I was sitting here thinking, like, I'm going to be honest. I I didn't take the climate crisis that seriously. Mm -hmm. But now that they've ruined this priceless family, like, or this priceless portrait. Yeah. Now I'm convinced. (laughs) They've ruined other priceless works of art here recently, too, right? I didn't care about any of those. (laughs) They've been trying. (laughs) And all they're doing is making me mad, and I'm going to pollute even harder. Like yeah. that is ridiculous. That they also super glued their hands on a wall, which is crazy. I saw somebody post that. Uh, I guess these guys don't know that the solvent used to re- to break their super glue <laughs> off of the wall is petroleum based. <laughs> Two young women from the campaign group just stop all through the contents of two tins of Heinz tomato soup over the painting, which the group said has an estimated value of $84.2 million. Wow. Nick Saban makes more than that. He can buy this <laughs> painting right now. Well, not now that it's got soup all over it. <laughs> Gross. Right. Well, the value just went down. <laughs> He's going to get it out of the bargain. Uh, Then they glued themselves to the wall beneath the painting at the National Gallery. In a statement posted on Twitter Friday, the gallery confirmed the incident in Room 43 where Sunflowers was displayed uh, and gave an update on its condition. There is some minor damage to the frame, but the painting is unharmed. It is In a a subsequent tweet, the gallery explained that the painting was glazed and therefore protected. Uh, a third associate was charged over a separate attack on the iconic New Scotland Yard sign that stands outside London's main police headquarters, the Metropolitan Police said. The three people were all associated with Just Stop All, which represents a coalition of groups working together to stop the UK government from committing the new licenses concerning the exploration, development, and production of fossil fuels. Friday's incident is the latest in a series of protests targeting famous works of art 
in a bid to draw attention to the role of fossil fuels in climate change. In July, members of Just Stop Oil glued themselves to a copy of Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper at the Royal Academy of Arts in London. In the same months, an activist group uh, glued themselves to a masterpiece held in the National Gallery, while members of an Italian climate accident activist organization glued themselves to Botticelli's Primavera in Florence. On Sunday, climate activists from Extinction Rebellion, that's a great name, I like that <laughs> name, uh, were arrested for gluing themselves to Picasso's massacre in Korea at the National Gallery of Victoria in Melbourne. So they're all they're going after priceless works of art. I, I don't understand how this is going to fix the climate. Well, here's the thing, Tiny. The people driving the big rigs yes. and uh, huge jacked-up gas-guzzling trucks and all that. With nuts hanging from the with nuts, Which I saw someone say, <laughs> if you put nuts on a truck that mm. didn't already have nuts on it, you've assigned it, you've changed that truck's gender. <laughs> it's a... You know, you know what they call that, don't you? What's it's a that? Trans Am. It's a Trans Am. <laughs> That's a good one. But uh, those people, they don't really care about priceless works of art at all. Yeah. You think Lee, they're driving a priceless work exactly. of art? Their 87 square body Chevy is a priceless work of art to them. They don't care about, you know, Botticelli or Leonardo da Vinci or anything. Can we, okay, briefly. What could we actually do if we really believe? And and I'm not saying I don't believe in global warming. I think it's a thing. Sure. I do think that some of the alarmism may be a little bit a little overblown. Over the top. But I don't know that. I'm not a climate scientist. Okay. Neither. I haven't poured over reams and reams of data. Right. But what could we actually do? Because I hate to say this, gluing yourself to priceless works of art's not working. Doesn't seem to be getting the job done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What could we actually do? It seems to me like what we need to do is find alternative technologies that are A, superior, right. but, but B, cheaper, because that's what's really going to bring people around right. when they when someone can save money yeah. by converting their home to like a solar power system. That's what's going to change it. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know that the people pouring soup on paintings or gluing themselves to the wall or the highway or whatever, <laughs> or NBA basketball courts, <laughs> they did that too, you know? You don't think they're the ones that's going to figure that out? I don't think they're, I don't think <laughs> they're even considering how much of the world runs on fossil fuels and oil in particular. Mm hmm. Like to go to if we were tomorrow stand up and go, all right, no more oil, we're done using it. It's going to crut people are going to starve and die. Yes. And it is not going to be good. Right. I think we are on the right track of trying to figure out ways to replace that. Mm -hmm. Now, I did read an article before I came over here. There's not enough lithium in the world for all of the vehicle needs that we need for batteries for vehicles that we'll need. Right. But we still got to, we got some kinks to work out even in that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's all a good thing. But it's not going to happen overnight. You know, we have to allow this change to, to become economically viable. And for technology to catch up 
to to beat or exceed what we're getting right now from petroleum products. I also think we need nuclear power. Now, I know I a lot of people a are afraid of that. Option. And after Fukushima and Chernobyl, how could you not be? Well, but we, that, we got, said, that yeah. said, statistically, that is the cleanest energy that yeah. we can produce. Absolutely, it is. And I think that's if a I'm good not mistaken, thing to do. isn't it also the like economical? I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not cheap to build a plant. No, but the actual energy you're producing yeah. is very cheap. Very cheap. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm all for that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a a viable option that we aren't exploring because people are afraid of meltdowns and and things like that. Now, if I remember correctly, Fukushima got hit with a tidal wave, right? I think it was an earthquake yeah. that caused a tidal okay. wave. Something like that. Yeah, so it was kind of double duty there. Sure. And Chernobyl just was good old-fashioned Russians <laughs> just goofing. Just goofing. It was socialism. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jack. We had, Jacqueline. <laughs> we had Three Mile Island up in Pennsylvania here. But that's the only three that I can think of. And mm-hmm. there's a lot. We have a nuclear reactor in Scottsboro. You know, there's there's nuclear reactors all over. Yeah. So three. That's a pretty good odds. Yeah, I've been told that the like a lot of these uh, reactors that have melted down are like old. Yeah. Techn- like the new technology we have are very safe. Absolutely. Now look, <laughs> you know, the Titanic. <laughs> sure. It's, it's safe and, and as well built as that ship was, it sunk on its maiden Still voyage. went right on down. <laughs> so. That's because they, all the people that were against the uh, Federal Reserve were on the boat. That's why it went down. <laughs> Everybody knows that, right? Well, isn't there also like a conspiracy theory that it, there was a, like the Titanic had a sister ship mm-hmm. and they were swapped out? That's right. <laughs> That's exa- that is a whole other. Yeah. There's conspiracy theories about everything, which is why I love conspiracy theories. So. <laughs> But yeah, They're I like I just, Pokemon cards. You got to collect them all. Look, Thomas was watching some anime looking things today on his phone. <laughs> okay. And I was like, look, this is what I get for allowing Pokemon to come into my home. <laughs> like, this is on me, son. But turn I it off. you as a father. <laughs> yeah. I was like, turn it off before you want a full body pillow of something. One of these characters for your birthday, and then you want to marry it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm like turn it off, but he does have a girlfriend, so that does make me feel a little bit better about mm-hmm. him. Uh, um, but can we stop messing around with the priceless works of art? I saw somewhere too that they stopped traffic. You know, they like glued himself to the some street somewhere in a mm-hmm. city, and this dude was going nuts because he was like on parole. And he had to be at his job on time or he'd get fired and then he'd get put back in jail. Well, you know what? That's what he gets. That's what that's they were what saying. That's what he gets for the world warming yeah. up. And he was like, we're on the same side, guys. <laughs> I just need to get to work. You know, He was going nuts. How he didn't just start beating them up. Mm-hmm. It would have been so easy. They're all just sitting there. And they were like glued to the streets. And so just they start, can't fight back. Yeah, just <laughs> kick them in the head repeatedly. Yeah. They're very lucky. If he wasn't on parole, if he was just some random redneck, that definitely would have happened. Right. And finally, the cop showed up and arrested them all, but I'm sure he lost his job. I'm sure you could call your boss and go, hey, man, 
these idiots have the street blocked up because of global warming. I'm trying to make it to work. You're going to see me on the news. I would have just crawled in my big, huge, jacked-up truck, pickup truck, and drove around them. Yeah, like, like drive right over the top, not run over them, but yeah, like we're yeah. one of them sitting right in between you in the nuts, like hit them in the head yeah. when you go by. <laughs> Teabag them. Teabag them. <laughs> How's this for? Is is this good for the climate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are truck nuts a phenomenon outside of the South? That's a good sound, question. Sound off in the comments. <laughs> like to know. Sound off in the comments. Because people may be like, what are they talking about? The first time I ever saw them, I was like, "Does my do, do my eyes deceive me? Is this <laughs> real? Is am I really seeing this?" Well, my thought was, "Okay, that's a funny way to hold your different size trailer ball hitches." You know, <laughs> I thought it had served a practical purpose. No, no, it's purely decorative. Purely decorative. <laughs> yeah, and I mean. No, it's fine. It's funny to me when I see them. Yeah, you know, I laugh. I Where chuckle. do you get them? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, the same place I've never you seen get, them at the gas station. <laughs> no, you get them at the same place you get like Big Johnson t-shirts. Okay, yeah, it has to the be Spencer's. At a Spencer's <laughs> but they're gift. closed. <laughs> I ain't seen a Spencer's in a decade. Malls are dying. Yeah, there is an Amazon Prime documentary on the Jasper Mall. Have I told you about it? Uh. Uh-uh. It's a horrible documentary. Okay. I mean, like, I, it's, it's interesting because I know about the Jasper Mall. Yeah. But I don't think it's very well made or anything like that. The story's not that compelling. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to see this mall and all. It's just like, a regular mall. But it's like, yeah. it's about how the overarching theme is how malls are dying in the United States. It used to be like where e com or mm-hmm. commerce happened was at a mall. And it talks to people who own stores or like, yeah, I used to have 50 people in here, you know, on a slow day. And now mm-hmm. I'm lucky to get five people in here on a busy day. You know, I'm going to have to shut shop. Uh, yeah, all that stuff's online else. now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or new shopping developments are built just like the, uh, the uh, Midtown here, right well, across I, from the mall. That's true. But yeah, you go to Midtown, there's a lot of space. A lot of, well. For rent. I don't know what their rent is now, but I checked mm-hmm. one time because I was thinking about moving Roly Poly over there, and <laughs> it was real high. Real high. Yeah, I thought my rent was high downtown, <laughs> and when they told me, I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I think I'm, no, good, I'm good, man." <laughs> I was like, "I can't pay that and build out a new restaurant, so I'm done. I'm out on that." Mm-hmm. So, but I had to worry about that in the long run. So <laughs> that's fine with me. But it was super expensive for a comparable space. Huh. Well, this is going to be my last story here. And uh daycare worker apologizes after being fired for terrorizing children with a scream mask. Okay. You can't do anything fun anymore. <laughs> and won't let you do nothing. So I saw a lot of people mad about this on Facebook because it was in Mississippi, right? It was. Yeah. Oh, that's Wilts's country. Isn't Wilts's people over there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. She was probably wearing a scream mask with an old miss like yeah. ringing t-shirt. a cowbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that's Mississippi State. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> old Miss got a good football team. I was kind of scared of them too. They may be this. <laughs> we'll see. Well, who knows, man? <laughs> All they need is some uh some prefer some uh, I'm gonna try to say some generous calls from the rest mm-hmm. to go their way. Look, 
I want to make a declaration to all of my fellow Bama fans talking about all the bad calls, <laughs> right? You have to play through the officiating. That's right. That Look, said, yeah, they had <laughs> quit whining about the calls, everybody. It's just the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> we'll get into it later. Yeah. But uh, anyway, a Mississippi woman who said she was fired for wearing a scream mask to scare children at the daycare where she worked later shared a tearful apology online. On Wednesday, apparent videos of the woman, known only as Cece, in a Halloween mask taunting toddlers just inches from their faces circulated widely on social media, leading to her firing from Little Blessings Child Care and Learning Center in Hamilton, Mississippi, along with three of her co-workers. In the video, the children can be seen crying and hiding from the woman as she chases them. <laughs> I bet she had a great time. I, you know she did. You know, it was so I'm much saying, fun. I'm not saying frightening children so is a fun. good thing to do, but I'm sure I bet it was fun. Scary kids are co- is cool, right? Yeah. Everybody's jumped out and scared their kids. Yes. It's fun. But in an apology video obtained by the Daily Mail, apparently posted by CC later, she says that it wasn't ill-intentioned. Although CC acknowledges that she is the person behind the mask in each video, she claims that her co-workers were aware of her plans to scare the children who were being bad. There you oh, go. Wow. Better be good. Or the, <laughs> we've done that for ages in... In cultures, right? Yes. You better be on your best behavior. Or some, if not. Yeah, the boogeyman's coming to get you. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Now the boogeyman showed up at the daycare <laughs> in a scream mask. A total of four employees were fired as a result of the stunt, according to a local paper. The teachers asked me if I would do it or if they could use the mask to get their class to listen or clean up. I'm not a child abuser, she says in her apology. CC had been employed at the daycare for nearly four years before her termination. At least one worker can be seen laughing in the videos. Well, it's funny. It's a little funny. It's funny. It could be things. Sometimes things that are wrong are funny. Yes, we have to admit that. I mean, that's pre- that's pretty much what stand-up comedy is, sure. right? Yes. <laughs> is everyone laughing at the person saying the things you're not supposed to right. say? Yeah. Uh, quote: I did not go in there at my own discretion. As in, I didn't go in there with the intention to literally traumatize those children. I expected them to react the way they reacted when I did it, she says in the apology. But what you all didn't see was that after I left the room, I took it off, and then I went back into the classroom, and I said, CC got the monster. It's not coming back. And they would hug me. I've known these kids their whole life. (laughs) Then now you're fired. And now you're fired. And... The moral of this story is don't record yourself <laughs> doing stuff like this. Yes. I had this conversation with Thomas again the other night. Because when those kids go home and tell their parents that a monster came in their classroom, right. they're not going to believe them. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when the parents call and say, hey, my kid said some monster with a weird face is in there, all you got to say is like, oh, yeah, we had a guy in working on the air conditioner. He may have scared him a little bit. And your parents <laughs> are like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You know, he's he's an ugly guy and all. It would have went away. Don't record yourself doing hardly anything ever. There's too <laughs> ever. much video and going on in the world. Stop it. Y'all are all getting in trouble for this. Stop it. 
Although the viral videos were met with outrage, some parents said that they don't blame the facility owner, Sheila Sanders, for the incident. I mean, Sheila, she was, she did. It's not her fault. Sheila's up in the office. She ain't worried about none of that. She's trying to pay bills and all that. Look, I can't go find another childcare center that'll do, that'll watch my kids for what Sheila charges. So it's not her fault. Hey, Sheila's fault. She's giving us a real good deal. You know, you would be like, uh, Sheila, we're going to need a new. Uh, we're gonna need a couple months for free, right? Just make <laughs> yeah, this right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we're gonna need a few months for free. Uh, I know one hundred percent that Miss Sheila, the owner and director, was not aware of this situation. It was that was going on, and as soon as she found out, all parties were terminated immediately. immediately Kimberly Smith, a parent of one of the terrified children, told the local newspaper. Sure. Uh, Sanders, who owned the daycare for the past twenty years, said that she wasn't aware of the incident until Wednesday. And when the video was taken as early as September, no one came forth to tell me what happened in September, she told the newspaper. The people did that did those acts are no longer with us. Uh, they're being fired. I wasn't here at the time. I wasn't aware of what they were doing. I don't condone that, and I never have. And I just want to say it's been taken care of. Yeah. The Mississippi State Department of Health and Monroe, Monroe County Sheriff's Office are investigating the matter. So... Oh, I don't know that a crime committed, did it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, scaring somebody's not a crime, is it? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good uh, question. I saw a lot of so this popped off while we were in Disney World, I think. So I wasn't on social media a lot because we're busy, mm-hmm. but I saw like so many ladies that I'm friends with on Facebook post the same variation of I'm not going to share the video. But if that was my kid in there, I'd be down there whooping somebody's tail and all. It, <laughs> yes. it was every one of them was the same thing, right? And it would have a screen grab of that lady in her in her little mask getting ready to go scare the kids or whatever. I was just like, well, if that happened to my kid, I'd probably be like, I want a couple months free down here, right? Look, if we're gonna go Old Testament, yeah, this eye for an eye, sure, we need to get mask. And hide outside this lady's scare house <laughs> and scare her back. It'd be great to to call her with that like little screen voice box he uses in it. Yeah. This is a movie I've seen, by the way. Uh-huh. I understand all the references to Scream. <laughs> I think I've seen Scream too, also. But yeah. So uh yeah, it just starts scaring her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, CC. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you like to frighten children. <laughs> well, I, I, Deidre showed me a TikTok way before all this, and it, it looked like it was from a daycare in China where a lady would run in with a mask on. She had a whole get up. She looked like a, a like a scary witch mm-hmm. and would like offer the kids a piece of candy. And if they took it, she would pick up the kid and like run out of the room. And it was <laughs> supposedly to teach Just the teaching kid, them not to take candy from strangers. Yeah, not to mess with strangers, right? Yeah. Those kids were terrified because she would just she was kidnapping them. But think of how many lives she saved. Sure. Right. <laughs> how many of those kids didn't wind up on Epstein Island well, when because I watched she dressed it, up as a scary I, witch? I told Deidre, I was like, this is why the Chinese are going to win the world. <laughs> you know? Like, this is what we're up against. We can't even put on a scream mask and scare our kids. For being bad. For being bad. <laughs> this lady's kidnapping kids who are taking candy, you know? Yeah. Like they're way tougher than us. <laughs> they're going to be way tougher than us. 
Eh, oh, well. Hate it for them. Moral of the story, once again, advice to everyone. If you're doing something wrong, don't video yourself. Or if you're doing something questionable, right. don't video yourself. Try to keep photographs to a minimum, but it's easier <laughs> to explain away a photograph than a video. Yeah. Okay? Just know that. that you can say that photo's taken out of context. Yeah. It's difficult to say that video right. is taken like out of context. Like if you're Baptist and they take your picture and there's a beer can on the table in front of you, you can always say that's somebody else's, right? Mm-hmm. But if they got a video of you drinking out of that beer can, you can't explain <laughs> that away. That's that's it. Excellent point. Yes. All right. A judge has dismissed a young woman from the jury hearing the trial of three men in connection with a 2020 plot to kidnap Governor Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer after attorneys accused her of flirting with one of the defendants. Wow. Okay. Um, this is interesting because I remember this. Yeah. I remember this being all over the news feeds back in 2020. They were going to kidnap the governor. And I've heard nothing about it since. Yes. Well, what happened was the FBI found these three morons mm-hmm. and was like, hey, let's go kidnap the governor. And they were like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. And they were like, <laughs> oops, we caught you trying to kidnap the governor. And now <laughs> right. they're on trial for it, as they should be even though the government talked them into this. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Our FBI is completely on the up and up. What's the deal with entrapment? Like, I, It's uh, supposed to be wrong, isn't it? Well, I don't even know how entrapment works other than every hippie, every hippie I've ever known has said, you got to ask people if they're a cop and they have to tell you if they are. Which, and I know that's fake. Which courts have repeatedly said, no, they don't. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> but be careful where you're buying drugs from. Ask them if they're a cop. Uh, in yeah. fact, if you are ever like arrested, brought in for questioning, whatever, yeah. you should just expect at yeah. the start, they're going to lie to you. Yeah, absolutely. They're going <laughs> to lie They're not going to tell you the truth. Yeah. If they're telling you the truth, it's because they're going to follow that up. With a with lie. A lie. Yeah. Yes. Best case scenario, don't get involved with the police. Yeah. <laughs> right. Live you live a life that doesn't bring you in contact with the police. Mm-hmm. If you happen to come in contact with the police, never volunteer any information to them. Doesn't matter if you haven't done anything wrong or not. You're under no obligation constitutionally to do that. Cooperate. You don't have to answer their question. Mm-hmm. Don't be a constitutional lawyer. Just be like, hey, I don't want, I'm not comfortable answering questions without my attorney. Let's wait till we get all that worked out. And they'll say, okay. And then you're going to have to go sit at the jail for mm-hmm. a while. Just because don't start blabbing. It's not the cop's job yeah. to find the truth. No. That's what court is for. Exactly. The, yes. the police are there to investigate crimes and arrest and close cases. That's what they do. That's what they do. <laughs> exactly. And as far as who actually did what or what the truth is, yeah. that's the lawyer's job. Exactly. Yes, you fight that stuff in court. Yes. You don't fight it on the side of the road or in an interrogation room. You just, you don't do it. They just bag shut them up. and tag them. Yeah. That's what they do. Just <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. That's all you, I mean, that was the conversation I had with Thomas. Just shut up. When Thomas had his little fender bender, what did I tell him on the phone? Shut up. Don't say anything. Yeah. Now, if they ask if you did something, say, I'm not comfortable talking about any of this, you know. And then I still pegged him with being responsible for the accident. Whatever. So, <laughs> fine. All right. Judge Thomas Wilson announced Friday that the woman had been removed from the jury. Two days after attorneys raised concerns, the juror was having too much nonverbal communication with defendant Paul Bellar. 
Uh, it didn't just happen on one day. It happened over multiple days, Wilson said of the juror's behavior. I decided it's safer to err on the side of caution. Wilson said he's never seen such behavior in nearly 35 years of practicing law. It's because kids today are horny. They are <laughs> extremely horny. Um, the juror took the decision well, he said. Uh, Bellar, 24, was a member of paramilitary group The Wolverine Watchmen. He is standing trial with co-defendant Joseph Morrison and Pete Musico. The three are charged in state court in Jackson, Michigan, with providing material support for a terrorist act. The men have pleaded not guilty, claiming they were entrapped by an FBI informant and as handlers. Uh, the defendant's attorneys objected to the juror's dismissal. There was no verbal communication between the two, and the descriptions of the communications are speculative, said those attorneys. Um, since the start of the trial, one of the prosecutors said, uh, there's been nonverbal communication between one of the jurors, a female, and Mr. Belair. The communication has been in the form of eye contact and smiling at each other. Several others in the courtroom, including Wilson and Bellar's attorney, Andrew Kirkpatrick, also said they had seen interactions between the two since the trial began. So, I mean, it's one of those things you can't where, stop young love. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at it. He's he looks like a handsome dude. They don't, they're not going to show the juror though. No, they don't have pictures of the juror yet. <laughs> I'd like to hear her side of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, what is it? Eye contact and smiling. Sure. When you write those words in text, it doesn't seem, seem that bad. right that anything. But maybe if you were in the room, yeah, and it would be like, okay, this is I'm getting a little uncomfortable. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we you all everybody knows nonverbal flirting. Yeah, we all have been there except me. Oh yeah, I was notoriously dense <laughs> when I was a young. Like, like people would be like, dude, she's flirting with you. I'd be like, shut up. No, she's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? She no. gave me extra fries because I asked for extra fries. Look, if a lady smiles at me at the grocery store, like just in passing, well, well clearly she wants me. <laughs> right? <laughs> clearly she's not smiling because I look goofy or yeah. anything. She wants me, right? Uh -huh. I go home and tell Dita that all the time. Hey, look. A lady grin at me today. You better watch out. <laughs> this is, I got options. I'm not completely out of the game yet. But yeah, I wonder if they were like, you know, giving each other that, like some, yeah, exactly. Like a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's great. If we had video, y'all would know what those jokes were, yeah. but we don't because y'all won't sign up for the Patreon. So that's on you. We're not even going to describe what we just did. So y'all better hope we get video. Huh. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. If she was like, <laughs> <laughs> Every time he walked in the courtroom, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to describe that. No. But what can we describe? <laughs> but the the judge is probably like, All right, that's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens.
<laughs> uh, well, I read in another article, Tiny, that what they were really communicating about non-verbally was Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, and we want to thank them for their support. Check them out on their website, CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there. I'm talking about right on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, tomato soup. You might throw on a <laughs> priceless work of art. Just like Van Gogh's. Van Gogh's. Whatever it's painting with sunflowers. With, uh, sunflower in there with a grilled cheese and Cajun Curl, <laughs> just like wiping it off and eating it. Yeah. Starry night. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, on the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, March Martin downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace in Northport, and on 69 South down in Taylorville. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use the promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, what do you say we go to the phones? Okay. We have a voicemail this week from Jacqueline. All right. Hey, guys, it's Jacqueline. Uh, I just wanted to say hi and wish you all a happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Today is Thanksgiving in Canada. And uh, yeah, so we've got the day off tomorrow, and I'm going to go spend some time with my family. So it'll be nice. Um, we finally have power back after Hurricane Fiona that hit us, and I hope that everyone listening that was affected by Hurricane Ian uh, is good and safe and happy, and your family can made out okay. Uh, just a really quick story that happened to me the other day. I thought it was pretty fun. So I was over at my mom and dad. We were playing cards like we do every Sunday night. And uh, we were listening, Dad put on the old country station. And, you know, Dad likes old country. So uh, this old Johnny Paycheck song came on, I guess, about him, you know, his wife's cheating on him, so he's going to go out and he's going to murder her and murder her lover and then kill himself. You know, normal old country stuff. <laughs> and I'm bopping along, and Dad goes, remember when I used to sing these songs to you when you were little? And my brain went off. I had an epiphany, and I said, "Well, then that's how I turned out so morbid, Dad." I'll kind of go laugh out of that. So I hope you guys are all great. I hope you're having a good week, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Well, you know what you get when you play a country song backwards? What's that? You get your wife back, your truck back, <laughs> your dog back, your house back. <laughs> you get it all back. Speaking of country music, I'm going to the Travis Tritt concert. Thursday night, I got free tickets. Me and Dieter going to go. All right. I love Travis Tripp, and I love free tickets. <laughs> Is that here in town? Yeah, it's here at the amphitheater. Okay. So I'm going to be down there rednecking it up and having a lot of fun because I'm a member of a country club because country music is what I love. <laughs> I told Dieter, I was like, hey, I got us two tickets to Travis Tritt. She was like, who is that? 
<laughs> oh, come on. I was like, he's saying trouble. She's like, what? And I was like, he's saying uh, the whiskey's not working anymore. And she's like, what? And uh, I started singing songs to her. She's like, oh, I remember all of those. So yeah. I was like, okay, all right. Well, we'll have fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Johnny Paycheck actually shot someone one time. Had to spend some time in jail. Oh, so wow. Huh. Johnny Paycheck started off, I think, singing back up with George Jones and playing bass guitar. Hmm. So, anyways. Interesting. Yeah. I like Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> well, uh, we also have some questions. Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. First question comes from Phil Zootsuit. He says, what's going on with wide receiver Antonio Brown? The theory on Reddit is CTE. Well, I think it is uh, it's a popular theory to blame everything on CTE. Mm-hmm. But I think Antonio Brown might just be a little crazy just naturally, too. Right. And maybe if you add that with a CTE, you get him pulling his junk out in a pool and doing all the crazy stuff that he does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Our next question comes from Nicole. Why are they pixelating his legs <laughs> in the video? <laughs> he, uh, the Lord blessed Antonio Brown. I will Brown. say it's impressive. Yeah. yeah. The Lord apparently blessed Antonio Brown. But he was like in uh, Dubai. He was like in a country where it is not cool. He wasn't like in New Orleans or Las Vegas. He wasn't somewhere where it was cool to pull your junk out. He was somewhere where it totally wasn't cool for Mm -hmm. that to happen. Huh. Our next question comes from the driver. Would you rather spend the night in an abandoned prison or an abandoned mental hospital? Mm, Those are pretty much the same thing. I would probably pick the prison. I'm sitting there thinking if it's abandoned, what does it matter? I'm going to take... The one that is like... I feel like the mental hospital has more ghosts. And maybe that's just from going to Old Bryce out here. Did you go to Old Bryce? Of course. I've been to Old Bryce. You've been to Old Bryce too, haven't you? Absolutely. Sure. (laughs) And I will say, all the times I went out to Old Bryce, allegedly, when I was a teenager, right? there was one time we went that we didn't run into like another group of kids out there. Yeah, and it was always like another group. there's always other folks out there, yeah. Uh, just so everybody knows, Old Bryce Hospital is the old state mental hospital. Tuscaloosa, yes. also the football capital of Alabama, is the mental health capital of Alabama, too. <laughs> yeah. And so that's an old where they used to keep mental patients before mm-hmm. they moved it to where, well, it's not there anymore. The university bought that Bryce. So now they're at a whole new spot they're at. And also, uh, you'll hear all kinds of stories about all the abuses that went on there. Mm-hmm. But from what I can tell, none of that's true. Sure. The founder, was it James Bryce? Yeah. He, he believed, he was one of the first doctors who didn't believe in using restraints right. on patients. Yeah. So he was like, yeah. all that's just a bunch of stuff made up to scare have, folks. None of that's true. Have you ever been to their cemetery there by the river? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm picking prison. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question comes from that's our Bobo. What is the best root beer? Uh, Barks. 
I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of root beer experience. Oh, really? Barks and mugs is and mug are the only two kind that come to mind. They're both delicious. I'm mighty partial to was it A and W? Oh, glass yeah, I forgot about A and W. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm just like Barks is a Coca Cola product. I think so. That's pretty mm-hmm. much all I've ever drank. I do like root beer. Yeah. My, root my beer family hates it. I love it. It doesn't have caffeine in it. So it's, it's great okay. for kids. Didn't know that. I heard that. I don't know huh. if that's true. You know what I'm, it's also great for? What? Ice cream. Yes, it is. <laughs> I had a Coke float at Disney, and Libby was like, what's a Coke float? And I was like- I failed you as a father. I was like, you're about to have your life changed. <laughs> yeah. you know? And then she decided she didn't like it because she's like 12, you know, going on 25 and- Anything I like is not cool anymore. Right. So it was fine. It was more for me, so I didn't care. Sad, sad, sad. That happens. All right. Phil Zoot Suit asks, what is the best pizza? Well, Pizza Hut's the best pizza, but there's no Pizza Hut's anywhere in in Alabama, I don't think, anymore. I love Pizza Hut pizza. So. You, there's, there's a Pizza Hut that just opened up. Oh, that's right. There is. What are you talking about? No Pizza Hut's left in Alabama? I forgot about that. (laughs) But the one in Fayette that I grew up on, which is probably why I think Pizza Hut is the best pizza, is gone. So because the Pizza Hut in Fayette closed down, there's no more left in the state of Alabama. None. None. (laughs) That was the central hub for all Pizza Huts. I was sitting there thinking, I had pizza Friday night. (laughs) I forgot they opened to do it. Because where the old one was in Northport shut down. It shut down. So I assumed all Pizza Huts were gone. The Pizza well, now, Hut what that was that? downtown is a Mexican restaurant now. <laughs> well, what about the Pizza Hut on 15th that was there by the adult novelty shop? Oh, is is that, it still there? I don't know if it is or it isn't. Yeah. I don't I know. know. You're talking about by Cali's adult novelty shop? Well, no, it was, uh, I think it's like Love Stuff or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's what it's across, Cali's Love Stuff. Okay, across yeah. without Monish Park. I've never been there. I just I don't know, know that. But now there's I've been, a Thai I, restaurant. I've been to that Pizza Hut several times. <laughs> there's a Thai restaurant. Uh, Callie's Love Stuff looks too legit for me to go. I like my adult shops to be more seedy. Yeah, you know? right. I don't want it to be creepy when I go in there. <laughs> like some some place you you're embarrassed to go. Sure, in. right. You yeah. don't want to go shop for adult novelties no. into somewhere that. Looks like you'd run into your kid's school exactly. teacher there. You want to go out where it's just a bunch of weirdos. Yes. Just a bunch of Dahmers out there. Concrete building, no windows. No windows. <laughs> a little neon sign that's not all the way working. And there's one slightly overweight dude at the register sure. wearing nothing but overalls. Right. <laughs> it's exactly right. Yes. That's what I want out of my adult emporium <laughs> experience. Uh uh, not not a place for tiny. Yeah, but, but on the other hand, will not stop me from eating at the Pizza Hut next door. <laughs> I don't think that Pizza Hut's there. <laughs> okay, because our we our Scout Troop meets at Forest Lake Methodist, which is kind of yeah, yeah. behind okay. that. So drive by it. There's a Thai restaurant or something in there now. Oh, but okay, so they're built. They're oh, using no, the no, building, no. but it's not a Pizza Hut. No, 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 you're talking about the Pizza Hut that was at, okay. I don't think that Pizza Hut's open anymore either. Though. It very well yeah. may not be, but remember, there's like a Checkers, yeah, right? And, and then there's a Pizza Hut, and then, and then there's, there's a like hardware. a Domino's, a Domino's hardware Domino's store, little, yeah. and a Domino's just yeah. beside it. Yeah, yep. and then it's all right across from Bama Bowl, right? And used to be the place where you could rent X-rated videos over there too. <laughs> I can't remember the name of that video store. When my dad was alive and he used to get season tickets, mm-hmm. we used to park at that paint store okay. and walk to the stadium. That's from not there. a bad walk. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Good deal. All right. 
<laughs> All that. To, <laughs> I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> What's the best pizza? Okay. <laughs> we went all into adult novelty shops. I went to the best pizza I've ever had in my life. I went to Chicago one time. Yeah. With some buddies. This is back when I was single. And uh, there was this place there called Pizzeria Uno's. Okay. Now, I think it's like a franchise, but I have never had anything like it before or since. Okay. I ate at Pizzeria Uno's that night. It was delicious. I would like to change my answer to the best pizza is the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That is the best pizza. And it's back. It is back. (laughs) Yes. And they're expensive. They're more expensive than you want them to be. It rose again yes <laughs> our next question comes from gander what is the best sandwich well the best sandwich of any sandwich roly-poly santa fe no chicken is a roly-poly <laughs> barbecue pork melt okay <laughs> that's the greatest sandwich of all time yes all right it's good pork sliced pork mm-hmm Pepper jack cheese, cheddar cheese, bacon, onions, barbecue sauce with a side of ranch is amazing. Mm-hmm. Grilled golden brown. Oh, you can't go wrong with it. It's so good. I'm going Jimmy John's gargantuan. <laughs> I don't even like Jimmy John's. <laughs> I just I just brought it up because I knew it would get a rise. Out I of you. ate a <laughs> I ate a Philly cheesesteak from Domino's last night because mm-hmm. all day long Dieter's like, I'm gonna make taco soup for dinner. And I was like, Great, that sounds good. You know, taco mm-hmm. soup coming off the heels of the Tennessee game. We had chili. Okay. So it's slightly but different, she was but like, we're kinda in that same wheelhouse. Then she was like, Well, we don't have any chips and cheese, and I don't want to go to the grocery store, so let's order Domino's. <laughs> and it crushed me. And I didn't want pizza, so I ate a Philly cheese sandwich. I don't want to cause any businesses around here any, like, you know, pain or suffering, but I am not a fan of our closest dominoes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They've always done us good. I had Have a, they? Okay. had a great little trans kid deliver my order last <laughs> night. He was very sweet and uh, tipped him very well. All or right. her very well. Well, no, I've never been disappointed in the service, but, yeah. like, the pizza itself is – it's. They advertised they fixed their cheese, and they did. If you go down to the one over on University, yeah. But I don't. Maybe it's me, but there was a few pizzas I got where I was like, I specifically paid for extra cheese. And this is not extra <laughs> this cheese. Is like this pizza is naked. Did you it's go just up a there bunch and of holler sauce. at them. Did you no. go up there and get in their face about it? I didn't. You I just have. I just decided I'm going to get Pizza Hut from now on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will Pizza Hut deliver out here? I don't know. I never get delivery. I uh, always go get it. Oh, like Because pl- I'm a plebe. Delivery is where yeah. it's at. <laughs> well, I love it. If you can afford to pay the delivery fee plus like a $5 tip on yeah. top of that, then yeah, yeah. Of course. Me, I just get in the car and go get it. All right. Your time equals money, Tiny. You could be working on your <laughs> patio. Say, what was I going to do <laughs> yeah. in that 15 minutes I took to drive to Working on it. your patio. <laughs> It's exactly right. You'd be done already if you weren't picking up orders all the time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Gander did ask about pimento cheese. What's the well, pimento, pimento cheese, cheese, yeah, a pimento cheese is great. It's not mm-hmm. as good as barbecue pork melt, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So you could, I, I, I love pimento cheese, but it has a lot of different uses outside of sandwiches, too. So mm-hmm. you can just eat it with straight up corn chips, which is probably where the chips went. For the taco soup, Deidre was planning. If I had to guess, <laughs> and if I guess while we were gone, the boys probably scrambled eggs several times and used all the shredded cheese she was going to use for that. So, right. Anyways, and then last question is thoughts on Saturday night's football game. 
Uh, I'll just be the first well, to say it. Utah, Auburn got spanked. Yeah, I thought Utah <laughs> handled USC pretty well. It was a very exciting Pac-10 game. Yeah, it came down to the last second. Utah won by one point. It was an electric atmosphere. Yeah, it was good. It was mm-hmm. real good. No, um, the Alabama-Tennessee game. Was Alabama it? played a sloppy game. Yeah, admittedly, it was a great game. Like it was an f- entertaining game to watch. If you weren't vested in either team, yeah. you had to love that game. That's what college football is about. Mm-hmm. I hate Tennessee. I don't like Tennessee at all because they ratted us out for cheating <laughs> when they were cheating too. You know, instead of being cool like we've always been down here, <laughs> I don't like that, and so I don't like them. But it was a great atmosphere. They beat us fair and square. They had a good team. They have a really great team. I was worried all week. I talked about it at Disneyland to Deidre every as soon as the Texas A&M game was over. I was <laughs> like, I don't know if we can beat Tennessee. <laughs> She's like, we're at Disneyland. Why are you talking about a football game that's next weekend? I'm like, because it's important. <laughs> that's what I say, woman, this is important. <laughs> yes. Well, we lost, and that's okay. Sometimes you lose when you play football mm-hmm. games. And it looked like an electric atmosphere. I would have loved to have been a Tennessee fan, especially if you were there. It would have been so awesome. Mm-hmm. So we lost. We didn't play our best game. No, we didn't. Their offense <clears throat> is very, very good. And I'm not going to say this would have changed the outcome, but I don't think Amari Cooper should have been in the game. <laughs> Amari Cooper? <laughs> or isn't that his name? The <laughs> number 21 on their oh, the, targeting yeah, call? I don't remember what his name is. Yeah. Yeah, they had a couple of targeting penalties yeah. that could have went our way that didn't, but that's and fine. I, do I think, think that, we're too cautious on targeting, anyways. I think that pick six was yeah, it was a little t- little little t- little ticky tacky there. <laughs> well, we uh, whatever, we lost, and we lost. that's fine. We can still win the West. We can, it's, and potentially look, we could see Tennessee again. I thought we were going to Atlanta. I thought we were going to be good this year. But Texas A and M almost beat us. Texas almost beat us. Texas almost beat us. And we lost to Tennessee. Ole Miss is really good. Teams with good offenses have given us trouble. Mm -hmm. So you never know about LSU. I'm not sold on LSU, but they beat Florida pretty well at Florida. So uh, I don't know how the season shakes out with us. Auburn's great this year, but they're going to give us their best game Absolutely they will. Yeah, unless they're all ready to get rid of their coach. And then they'll just lay down (laughs) and let us beat them. Because that traditionally is what has happened. Yeah. You know, so if if the team's like, hey, we hate the coach, they won't play hard and we'll win. But the team really likes the coach and – the Yellowwood guy hates him. They'll play hard and give us all they got. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking will happen. So they've done that dude no favors down there. They have, <laughs> he has had it rough since he started down there. It's because of their boosters are ridiculous. They said he was cheating on his wife with that girl who was insanely hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> insanely hot. She had to leave to go work at another university because of it. And he was probably had to do a whole lot of explaining to his wife. Yeah, they've done that dude no favors at all. It's hmm. ridiculous. So, anyways, I hope they keep him so they don't fire him and hire Urban Meyer, you know, <laughs> right here at the end of what appears to be saving star fading out. Yeah. And then they become really good, and we got to deal with that for the next 15 years. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So, hmm. well, 
And I'm hoping Oklahoma will wise up and hire Josh Heifel back, bring him back home to Oklahoma. I know y'all just hired Brent Venables, but <laughs> bring him back home and let Tennessee have somebody who's no good too. Anyways, it's going to be interesting. We didn't play good. We had a whole lot of penalties, and we lost the game. And that's it. Sometimes you lose when you play football games. We don't lose a lot, so a lot of people get excited when we lose. And they rip down their goalposts. Sure. Yeah. And you're going to get it from everybody, Auburn fans, Ole Miss fans. Everybody's going to talk about Bama losing because we beat everybody. Yeah. And that's just part of it. You can't let them it, – it, that's just what happens when you're good. And we're not going to be good for forever, so let's just keep enjoying it while we can. If we lose, we lose. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't like Tennessee. But right. Tennessee and Alabama built the SEC. I don't care what anybody says. If you're in the SEC now and you're happy about TV contracts and bowl revenue that was shared and all that good stuff, that's because of Alabama and Tennessee. It's not because of anybody else. Y'all have been riding our coattails for forever. <laughs> you know, I, and and I'm glad they're good again because college football is better when they're good. It's like Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame, but college football is better when Notre Dame's good. It's better when Tennessee's good. It's better when Alabama's good. So as a college football fan, this is a good thing. And it was – I mean, hey, we lost. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I remember how happy I was when we beat them after 11 years and then beating us. Or was it nine? Maybe we beat them nine, then they beat us 11. This is a very streaky series. So I was going to say, Auburn beat us, was it seven years in a row? Six in a row, I think. I think it was – I know it was at least six. Yeah. Just remember was Tommy told me said fear, fear the, the thumb. thumb? Yeah, right. That's our senator, by the way. <laughs> it is our senator. You're <laughs> we right. have a football coach as our senator. <laughs> he doesn't know jack about politics, <laughs> which is probably pretty good. Yeah. I'm tired of the people who know about politics. They've been screwing it up for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People forget we just went to war over nothing with Iraq. And our politicians got us into that. Maybe they aren't the best people for the job. Yeah. So, whatever. So, Godspeed, Herschel Walker. Sure. <laughs> Come on, Herschel. <laughs> I want an entirely football <laughs> Tom Brady president. You know, let's just have a whole football government. I hope this isn't breaking our flow too much, but did you see like the whole uh, <laughs> the thing he had going on the scandal? Tom Brady? I, no, no, no. Herschel oh. Walker. Well, I know that he like paid for somebody to get an abortion or something. Yes. And yeah. Because he's running on the Republican ticket, he's super pro-life. Right. Because that's what you have to be sure. if you're going to run as a Republican. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, it came out that uh, he paid for a lady to get an abortion. Of course, he denies it, but yeah. it looks... Probably, like, he probably did. Yeah, that's what I was like, yeah. they got a check. And oh, also a, a Get Well card that he sent her <laughs> with his signature on it. She saved a Get Well abortion card? Yes. I like that. I would have to. And it's then, Herschel Walker. He's got his autograph on it. And then here's the thing. like <laughs> The next day, his son goes nuclear oh, yeah. on TikTok. Like, talking about, you know, you've got all these different women pregnant. You ain't raised none of your kids. Yeah, I've heard he had not been yeah. a good daddy. But uh, yeah. uh, we all begged you not to run, and you run. You gave us the middle finger and decided you were going to run anyway. Well, didn't he pull up? Did he? If he hadn't, he should just pull the old Obama gay marriage. Like, well, I've changed, you know, <laughs> since I was super anti-gay marriage. Well, here's the problem. And then everybody goes, oh. People change. It's cool, right? <laughs> well, he's running in Georgia, though. Sure. That's that's the problem. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know. I ain't worried about Georgia till the SEC championship game. <laughs> if we have to play them, they, we may have to play Tennessee. I just again. thought it was funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture of him holding up a sheriff's badge, and they were like, Herschel Walker presents fake sheriff's badge at debate. <laughs> but I didn't read the whole article because right. I was like, I, I'm not worried about Georgia till the SEC championship game. So. <laughs> Uh, but we may play Tennessee again, which would be nice. I would like that. Yeah, I would like that too. Mm-hmm. They may beat us worse. You know, <laughs> we well, allowed the most points we have allowed ever in a football in a regular regulation football game. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that kick that they won the game on, the hand of God pushed it through. <laughs> there was no way that kick should have went through. It defied the laws of physics. What happened to our kicker? He has been well. I mean, it wasn't like a fifty-something yard field goal. Okay, yeah, I get that. I yeah. get that. But, but he missed another one too. Yeah. I want to say he's missed what four of the last yeah. six. Yeah, he's he's so, in a slump. Some is his girlfriend break up with him. What happened? We need to get him laid. Some. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is, but I was about to say he has been. It's been money. a long time when we since we've been frustrated about kickers. I but, know, I, but we, I was like. Well, there's that feeling again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there it is again. I feel it. I hate kickers yeah. now. Yes. Eh. But it was a long field goal in a hostile environment on the road. Why I mean, did we have to review a fourth down stop twice in a back to back? Was that the one where they got mixed up on what down it was? That was yes. a whole debacle. That was that. Okay. Look, Everybody in the stadium knew it was fourth down. I understand that you have to play through the officiating and you can't just blame everything sure. on the refs when your team loses. I get that. Okay. But John, it was right before halftime. Alabama had a huge stop on yeah. fourth down. Right. And me watching it on TV in Northport, Alabama, could see that dude wasn't even close right. to the first down marker. Like, line yeah. marker. Now they had to review it because they thought it was still third down, right? And then they had to review it again because they thought, well, maybe he got <laughs> maybe the first got down. It. They forgot where the spot was. My dear goodness, they had to <laughs> review that twice. We, I sat through two commercial breaks, yeah, for them to finally come back and say. Uh, yeah, Alabama got to stop. <laughs> Alabama takes over on downs. Uh, I'll be so glad we're not on CBS anymore because <laughs> they have so many commercials. They do. I mean, it is like every time a guy gets a cramp. There are a lot of toes hurting in Tennessee last <laughs> night <laughs> on our drives. And I thought we were going to eliminate that, but whatever. But every one time they'd be like, well, let's take a commercial break while they're checking on him. You're like, Dude, they're just stopping the clock, you know? <laughs> yeah. like they're just stopping the clock. You don't have to cut away. We're about to start football again. Right. Let them get him off the field. Uh, whatever. I'll be so glad we're not on CBS anymore. Although I think CBS has the best college football, like the way everything looks, the cameras mm-hmm. and all that, compared to Fox or ESPN, ABC. I like CBS. Maybe it's just because I'm used to it. I like CBS because it's on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. And I have access to my brother's Paramount <laughs> Plus accounts. <laughs> well, you know where to watch games at if you can't. Well, I do. <laughs> I guess that site hadn't been shut down yet. I hadn't checked it in a while. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Good. Now, okay, I don't know about the last three weeks, but the yeah. week before that, it was, it was still up it was and running. Still up and running. <laughs> Uh, I was watching the Texas A&M game in line to ride like the mine train at Disney World. And I was just like getting so frustrated during mm-hmm. it. I was finally turned it off. His dude was like, you're about to ruin our trip. Yeah. 
I was like, you're right. You're right. I'll you just catch like, up on it. You're ruining my truth. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, did, uh, they had a parade. Because, uh, you know, Disney will have a parade. Yeah, and it's so, a nightly thing, isn't it? Well, this is like during the middle of the day, and oh. we had to go watch the parade because, of course, we had to go watch the parade. It's like 3 o'clock. <laughs> I hate parades, by the way. I hate all parades. <laughs> and by the way, if you go to Disney World and you take your wife and your daughter with it, going to be a lot of complaining. Nothing's <laughs> ever going to be like it should be. Yeah. ton of complaining the whole okay. time. Okay. Uh, but Dieter got me because I made a speech to him one time. It's like, look, guys. I don't like complaining. Complaining helps no one. It does nothing but make your attitude worse about the situation. Right. You know what? We have to do better. Let's all get our attitudes right. It's, you know, we're waiting in line. Our feet hurt. We walk 10 miles, whatever. That's just the way it is. We paid to do this. Let's have a good attitude. I don't like complaining. I don't like whining. And about 15 minutes now later. Now let's go watch this parade you know, that I hate. <laughs> About 15 minutes later, because I have to carry the backpack with water bottles and rain jackets and everything else Dieter thinks we need, hand sanitizer. <laughs> they will carry like a 15-pound day pack on my back. I'm like, man, my back gets hot wearing this backpack. You know, it's like resting right up on it. Dieter just looked at me and was like, I don't really like complaining. It doesn't help <laughs> situations out at all. <laughs> so anyway, so we sit down to watch the parade, and they announce – it's HBCU week at uh, at the Disney World where we honor historically black colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. We're going to have their mar- a couple of marching bands come through North Carolina A&T. And so- I think it was South Carolina State was the mm-hmm. other one. Or maybe it was Winston-Salem. But it- anyways, so I was like pumped because it's awesome. I love HBCU bands. It's the only thing I watch on TikTok pretty much. It's great. And the dude sitting beside me leaned over and he's like, you from the South, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, so you know about HBCU bands. I was like, yeah, man, I love them. He's like, yeah, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Tuscaloosa. He's like, oh, man. I was like, dude, y'all ain't got any water. You're like, what are you talking about <laughs> Tuscaloosa for? He's like, I played football at Mississippi State under Sylvester Croom. You know, uh-huh. he's like, I have to hate Alabama. And I was like, well, y'all helped us fire our coach. Thank you. You know? <laughs> anyway, so I made buddies with him. And then we watched the parade together. And he made the point, if like, uh, our wives, you know, like we'll do anything for our wives. He's like, it's hunting season and it's football season. And we're at Disney World on a Saturday. You know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, because I looked and checked scores, wait for the parade to start. I was like, Mississippi State's winning. You know, he's like, good, thanks. Let me know if we score again. I was like, if I get <laughs> alert, I'll let you know. So, anyways, made buddies with that guy. Can't remember his name, though, but he played football. And Shane Beamer was a special teams coach. All right. So, he was tall hmm. and big. But, anyways, so, I don't remember where I was going with that other than I met a dude from Jackson who tried to dunk on Tuscaloosa, and I was like, Y'all ain't got any water, man. <laughs> like, you're from Jackson, and you're going to talk about Tuscaloosa? I get that Tuscaloosa's not, you know, Paris or anything, but you're from Jackson. so Maybe Tuscaloosa's not Paris, but I love it. I love Tuscaloosa. And for the record, maybe it's because I've never been there, but I'm not a huge fan of Paris anyway. <laughs> I would love to live in Paris. Probably. Well, I don't know if I'd love to live in Paris. I'd love to visit Paris. I don't know that I'd love to live in Jackson, Mississippi. But that's like, like Wilts and probably this dude, all of them, they all live like in Pearl or somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, on the outskirts. Right. It's like living in Hoover and everybody says you live in Birmingham. You're like, hold on. I don't live in Birmingham now. I live in Hoover. So, <laughs> right. You know, I'm in Vestavia Hills or something. <laughs> Trustville. Trustville. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alabaster. All right, John. Well, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. 
We thank each and every one of you so much, and we'd like to name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Will. We thank you all so much for supporting what we do, and if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several tiers, but the $5 tier gets you the extended show. That's like a whole extra show. Yep. Uh, most weeks. Yeah. <laughs> all, every single week except, I think, two. We've missed two. Yeah. We've missed a couple. We've you missed a couple. Us a couple. Right <laughs> over the course of a few years. Yes. Yeah. We've done pretty good. Uh, speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up the extension today? Uh, I'm going to talk about Kanye. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am going to talk about Manhattan congressional candidate Mike Itkiss and his sex positive platform. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's and- 2022. We need to be <laughs> sex positive, right? And then I also thought maybe since we've been uh, been out of the loop for a couple of weeks, we could just kind of quickly hit some of the bigger stories that we didn't get to sure. talk about right. last week. Not so. a bad idea. All right. Okay. You got anything else? Nope. Other than thanks for being patient. Sign up for the Patreon. Join it. Mm-hmm. Because if we get 100 people, we're going to start doing video. I don't know how. <laughs> I have a feeling like with 100 people sign up, we're going to be like, dang, man, we got to do video. I think we can do it. Okay. But we just, we need, we need more patrons. We need more, we need more money. The, as they say, the juice has got to be worth the squeeze. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. And yeah, and tell your friends about us, all of them that you haven't told about us already mm-hmm. and let them make fun of us secretly yeah. for being a bunch of idiots who believe stuff like dragons eat gold. So <laughs> there you go. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast. We thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. You can check out our show art over on Instagram. That is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a phone, we have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That's 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Hello, patrons. It's nice to see you. It's been, it's been a, a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love Conway Twitty. Dude, has there, he.